0: Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes, presented by Hashtag Basketball. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me again today is Mike Musket. Hi Mike, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. Lots of games tonight. Happy, Yeah, happy NBA opening week. Oh yeah, thanks. It's great to be here. I, um, I'm so pumped up for the, the NBA season. Tonight, we had a huge slate of games, and... Uh, there's some pretty incredible stuff going on tonight already, and it's, uh, hopefully that's a sign to come for what's coming up on this uh, this basketball season. Yeah, my my dreams
1: of an 82 and 0 Warrior season are shattered, but tonight gave me a lot to uh, a lot to recover with.
0: Well, the Oklahoma City that 82 and 0 is still up for grabs. Theoretically, <laughs> theoretically, Westbrook's gonna just put him on the back, and he's gonna win every game. Good for him. So yeah, we um. We're trying to do um, box score analysis throughout the season, and we're also going to talk about uh, different fantasy strategies when it comes to trade, take questions from uh, listeners or uh, people who bother us on Twitter. So if you want questions answered, go ahead and tweet at me. I'm at Watch the Boxes, all one word. And, uh, Mike, where can people find you? At Step Dance. Perfect. So, yeah, I don't know if you wanted people to tweet at you, Mike, but they're now going to. Oh, I'm excited to excited to talk to you. So, congratulations, um, so, internet people. Yeah, let's um let's get right into the box scores because there are a lot of games tonight, and we'll start with the uh, the Mavericks versus the Pacers. That was one of the early games this evening, and uh, we're taping this right now. There's still two late games going on right now, so we'll we'll check in on them at the end just to see if we can uh, find any anything interesting in the box scores. But um, basically, we're just going to kind of look through these and say. Uh, see what we see Uh, we're not going to dwell on the fact that a superstar had a superstar line because that's what they should be doing but uh, this is mostly looking for people who are falling off or uh, guys who are in that uh, your waiver wire area or um, people who might be making a leap and just kind of give a what we see in the in the box score that might uh, give us hints of what's coming up in the future
1: so let's get just a quick look at uh, yeah just a quick look at players that stand out to us
0: yeah, definitely. And I, the thing is, I think there's a lot of players tonight who are going to stand out. Uh, there's been a lot of pretty great performances tonight. I don't know if everybody wasn't playing defense tonight because it was night one or, you know, if everyone's just better. Yeah, it's hard
1: to draw conclusions after one day and a lot of anecdotal evidence here, but it's possible defense takes a lot longer to catch up uh, after a long offseason than, than offense. And there's a lot of new coaches this year and new systems being installed and I'm guessing it takes a while to come up to full speed.
0: Yeah, and actually one of the new systems uh, being enforced uh, is with the Indiana Pacers. Uh, I mentioned a couple episodes ago that the the Pacers' pace, which is going to be a pun that I'll use terribly too often, was up during the preseason a lot uh, by a, a very significant amount. And tonight, uh, yes, the game went into overtime, but overtime wasn't the reason this game was 130 to 121 um this was a pretty no defense move the ball down the court kind of game um let's start with dallas is there is there anything that stands out here dirk had a a pretty throwback dirk night is there any is there anyone on dallas that you uh, that you like what you see well
1: I mean, harrison barnes put up a, a line that you might have might have anticipated but there's a lot of questions about whether he was going to put up his typical numbers or if he was going to expand his role in a on a new team and I mean, thirty-four minutes and nineteen and nine, which is, which is everything you could ask for from Harrison Barnes.
0: Yeah, Harry Barnes actually uh, hit the three to go into overtime, um, and it, you could tell that that probably meant a lot to his uh, momentum moving forward. I was kind of out on uh, on Barnes coming into the season; he was a late round pick, but nineteen nine and three three pointers with that many minutes, that's not, that's not late round performance though. He didn't really do anything else. No block steals or assists. So I still think he's kind of a lower tier guy, but he's not going to fall off the, uh, the standard league value. I think he's still, he's still got standard league value for sure. Yeah. And it's one night. So
1: everything we say has to be taken with, with that salt, but it, it looks, it looks good from, from, from now.
0: The other thing has that to- stood out to
1: me for Dallas is that they, they've only got, Five players, if you don't count Bogut, that put up over 20 minutes. So it's a it's a really tight rotation. I don't I can't imagine they're going to keep that up with Darren Williams and Dirk and Bogut being in their lineup. They're all getting up there.
0: Yeah, at their at their age, I don't think they need to be running uh, 35 minutes, 40 minutes a game. Granted, this one did go into overtime. The, uh, Darren Williams actually put on a, kind of a show. He he was off to a hot, hot start at the beginning of this game. 25 points, seven assists, five three-pointers, six turnovers. Do you have uh, Darren Williams in any of your leagues at all? Was he even drafted?
1: I do not have Darren Williams in any of my leagues. I play in some pretty deep leagues, so he's definitely drafted, but I, um, I was not the person to take him.
0: Yeah, I, I mostly play in um, shallower 10-team leagues. Um, just because I prefer that, I like the waiver wire to be active and not trying to figure out who's going to get eight minutes the next night. I I don't find that interesting. But uh, Darren Williams actually, I think, kind of fell off. I think a lot of people thought he wasn't going to do anything, but he's the starting point guard here. He should be owned in standard leagues. He's going to run the point for this team and get plenty of opportunity because there's not a ton on the bench. There's J.J. Barea, who also got 39 minutes in this game and scored 22 points and six assists. J.J.'s been on this team forever, too. There's not a lot uh, there's no backup point guard after that. Seth Curry is the next guard.
1: Yeah, I um I mean, Seth Curry could end up being a starting caliber point guard by the time the season's over, so any of those three I think could play the could play the two. So I I don't think that they're incompatible with each other.
0: Yeah, moving f- uh, forward with the season, I just um I don't think Darren Williams is someone you want to rely on, but he's playing now, he's playing starters minutes, so if he's on a waiver wire, pick him up. He's gonna he he's going to be old, but he's going to produce because he he still produces even in the last couple of years. He's produced enough to be standard league relevant when he plays this many minutes.
1: Interestingly, on the uh, Pacers, they also only had five players play over twenty minutes. Besides, well, five players play over twenty one minutes with Rodney Stuckey sticking in there. But it's a overtime game, and the rotations were played pretty tight. Looks like uh, they were really. Pushing hard for the for the win, not going very deep today.
0: Yeah, that was a bit I think a bit surprising, especially on, on game one. Thaddeus Young uh, fouled out of this game. Uh, he had eleven points, five rebounds, four assists, and a steal and a three pointer. I think he's going to be playing that kind of role throughout the season because Miles Turner Miles Turner stole the show in this game. He hit. Uh, a three-pointer in overtime. It was, uh, I was like, uh uh-oh, he's jumped. He's, like, jumped the shark. He's, uh, well, that's that's the opposite. He's reverse-jumped the shark. Uh, The shark jumped him. 30 points, 16 rebounds, 4 blocks, 2 steals, an assist, and that 3 in overtime. I am scared of Miles Turner.
1: It was a very impressive night. And this is a a good point to remind people not to overreact on game one or even week one lines we have people that are going to outperform expectations and underperform expectations but chances are what we see the rest of the year is somewhere in between and probably closer to what we expected than what we see after one or two games
0: oh definitely uh people will revert to the mean but someone who's that young who does have a lot of potential this is a, is a great sign for miles turner anyone who drafted him is is, is very pleased right now um I like Miles Turner moving forward this season a lot.
1: Yeah, and uh just to quickly go through the other the other players on the Pacers, Paul George put up a nice line, twenty-five, eight, and six, along with Monty Ellis, who you wouldn't expect it from necessarily, nineteen seven and seven. And Jeff Teague looked like he uh came through twenty points and eight assists. So um a lot to like on uh, on the Pacers, but it was an overtime game.
0: Yeah, you gotta remember that. I think a lot of people overlooked Monte Ellis this year. And on a team that's playing at this high of a pace and someone who still has a starting role, if he's kind of undervalued in your league, he, he's someone you might want to... I, I play on a couple of shallow leagues where someone just dropped Monte Ellis, and it's a pretty shallow, shallow league. But yeah, Monta Ellis still is a, is a pretty elite steel guy, and I don't see any reason why he He's not obviously going to turn back into old Monte Ellis, but he's definitely not droppable, so I'm not really sure what's going on in some of those leagues.
1: He definitely has a role on this team,
0: yeah, other than that, everybody on the bench nothing nothing really stands out um let's move on to the heat game. let's see the heat versus the Orlando magic um the heat roster is probably one of the more interesting things to me in fantasy right now because there's a lot of different guys uh, who could really vie for minutes on this team. Unlike the last game, we have, let's see, seven guys who played 25 minutes or over on, on the heat. Um, 24 minutes or over and they kind of spread the ball around. Everybody kind of did a little bit of everything Anybody on the Heat that you are surprised to see uh, with with these stat lines?
1: So I've spent an inordinate amount of time listening to podcasts and reading about the NBA. I have no idea who R. McGruder is on the Heat. He (laughs) played 23 minutes and uh, got to the line five times. So he was at the line more than Hassan Whiteside
0: or Goran Dragic or Justice Winslow, so. Um, Rodney McGruder uh, you don't know Rod- Rodney McGruder I've, ah, I've never man. heard of him from Landover, Maryland
1: to
0: went to Kansas State um, I'm reading off of his bio page because I have no idea who that guy is uh, everyone do not go out and pick up Rodney McGruder uh, because I'm co-
1: picking up Rodney McGruder and I don't want you to grab him
0: <laughs> he's the, uh, the cousin of uh, the SNL McGruder I think
1: Oh, that makes sense, McGruber. Like so um, Whiteside put up an 18 and 14, pretty much exactly what we'd expect. Yeah, um, that's a pretty typical
0: Whiteside line, 0 for 4 from the line.
1: What? Um, yeah, so Whiteside's been drafted in the top, definitely in the first round, but that's all based on him making his free throws, 0 for 4. I don't, I don't know what he shot in the preseason, but if he, um, this could be a good chance to grab Whiteside at a discount if you can catch somebody who's afraid that he actually can't shoot free throws. He's not going to free, free throws. Free throws as an,
0: I'm not sure. Four any free long. throws
1: is an extremely small sample size.
0: Oh, certainly. But he's he's not going to make free throws. Like He's still going to be a detriment to your free throw percentage. I'm hoping anybody who drafted him uh, wasn't expecting him to suddenly shoot like 75% because that's dumb. Uh, unless he starts shooting oh, underhand, I, which
1: you might. I expected him to shoot 75%. Well, That's,
0: that's dumb. No, it was not. I'll look it up. I don't believe you. Well,
1: this is going to be great radio while we – uh, This is good radio, we'll clicking and Yeah. Um,
0: let me go into, I guess, Gordon Dragic. He was kind of um, hidden on this team for the last two years behind uh, actual superstars. But now he's running point. He's kind of running the team, and a lot of people were high on him. He had A couple of years ago with the Suns, he had an incredible point guard year. Are you up on uh, Gordon Dragic, and, and what do you think of his night tonight?
1: So I am a, a big uh, proponent of Gordon Dragic. I, uh, I really like his outlook this year. 16, six and six is, is a very valuable fantasy line. Um, I would expect that to be the, on the lower end of his, his, uh, of a middling night. So that's a, that's a,
0: that's a good line from him. I just want to mention that, uh, Hassan whiteside shot sixty five percent from the line last year so interestingly though
1: he uh he changed his shot halfway through the year last year he shot seventy five percent after the all star break and all the right. expectation was that he would continue that shot go for four is <clears throat> closer to to fifty percent than seventy five percent
0: it's it's closer to negative percent that's that's also a good point I, I don't think he's going to miraculously i I have my doubts. How about that? I think he's still a free throw liability. If not, you know, obviously he's going to be great, and that's what people are banking on. For me, uh, Dragic is still as a work in progress. He's he's an older point guard. He still needs room in the paint, and Whiteside takes up the paint. So he have a better. He's got to have a better year than he did last year for sure. But getting back to those uh, years that he had with the Sun uh, Suns, I don't I don't see that happening. I'm a I'm lukewarm on on Drajek though he should be obviously owned in most in all leagues. Absolutely, he um, also has a.
1: I think that he should trade Dragic, so you'd imagine that a team that was trading for him would uh, try to use him well. Uh, Whiteside shot fifty five percent from the free throw line this preseason. If you can that's... find someone like me that's willing to gamble on him, now might be a good time to get rid of him. If you are not punting free throw percentage.
0: Yeah. Wait, I wait and see on White's said, I think. Uh, for anyone else on this Heat team that you want on your, on your standard league team or even deeper teams?
1: Well, uh, Tyler Johnson put up uh, 15 points in 28 minutes, shot seven from 11 from the, from the field. I really like his, his outlook this year. If, they, if the Heat go uh, to the tanking route, he's going to be a player that they really try to develop.
0: Yeah, that's a great that's a great line from him tonight with the the steals, uh, assist rebounds across the board. He and uh, Justice Winslow actually kind of put up nice nine cat lines. Justice Winslow, he had fifteen points, eight rebounds, four assists, and a steal with two blocks. Justice Winslow,
1: well rounded production.
0: Yeah, that's that's a beautiful line. Is Justice Winslow uh, standard league relevant?
1: If the Heat tank, he definitely will become it because he's going to be playing that thirty-three minutes every night. I think at thirty-three minutes, he's got a chance to be a um, top one-hundred player for sure.
0: I think the Heat are tanking uh, currently, uh, early, often the rest of the year. I don't, I don't think they have a choice. They're not gonna. There's nowhere to go uh, for them. They're, this is not a complete team. Right? There's just nobody. I don't see Hassan Whiteside leading the Heat team to uh, a playoff berth at all.
1: But a lot of times it's hard for a coach like Spolstra, who's you know just went to the finals four years in a row, to ask him to try to win as few games as possible. But they can do that by trading away. Pat Riley can trade
0: away whoever he wants, so it, it could definitely happen. Yeah, but Riley is is, is ruthless. Um, we'll we'll see if Spolstra's uh, actually. A uh, high quality coach versus just a guy who happened to have uh, superstars on his team. I think yeah. uh, i actually think he's I think he's a decent coach. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pro Spolstra. Let's go look at the Orlando Magic. One guy I was very interested in on the Orlando Magic, uh, simply because I drafted him in probably too many leagues, was Aaron Gordon. Uh, Aaron Gordon started at the uh, at the three tonight played 35 minutes. He had um, a nice line, not anything great, but he, he looked good, really good at times during the game. I watched a little of the game, and he looked lost at other times. And that's, I think, to be expected for someone learning a, a different position. He had 12 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, a block, and 2 three-pointers. So that's a really nice 9-cat line. Do you like uh, Aaron Gordon this year? Do you think he's uh, on the upswing?
1: I love Aaron Gordon. Just watching him play the game is really exciting. He's so athletic and so active. What I don't like about Aaron Gordon is Bismack Biyombo didn't play tonight. So there, all the questions that we had going into the season about playing time still remain. His thirty-five minutes tonight don't don't mean anything for us long term.
0: Yeah, I think those questions. Yeah, those questions will remain until Bismack comes back, including the questions about how often is Ibaka going to play? Where's Vujovic going to play? Vujovic had a nice night, 17 points, 14 rebounds, two steals and uh, three assists. If I had to guess on which one of these guys is going to take a hit in the minutes when Bismack Biyombo comes back, it's Vujovic for me. He
1: has the least capital with the with the franchise, which is unfortunate because he's been there the longest, but he's on his way he's on his way out and on his way down, which I think I think I think we'll see at the end of the year, but only time will tell. I think the box score looks good with only three of the four of them on the on the team. Let's just put it that way.
0: Yeah, they didn't really get deep into their bench. Uh, only three guys off their bench played tonight. Uh, if I'm a Vujovic owner and I see him just popping off stat lines left and right for the next um, few games before Bismack Biyombo comes back, you might want to sell high on him. Uh, everyone's going to take a hit in minutes when Bismack Biamma comes back. And if Vujovic is playing elite for the first week of the season, move him. Try to get something better for him because I think, like like we said, the Orlando, if they had to choose between everybody who's going to go, uh, Vujovic's going to be the guy who go because they're paying everybody else too much money, and Aaron Gordon is, has too much potential for him to suddenly come off the bench or play 20 minutes, and that's why they moved him to the three spot. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to try to move him.
1: Just send him off in some offers, see what happens. Might get lucky.
0: Are you happy about Alfred Payton's 8 for 8 from the free throw line? Outlier for sure.
1: That is, I didn't notice that before, but that's insane. He's a 50%, 60% free throw
0: shooter. Yeah, some said this could never happen. It's it's a crazy opening uh, night for everybody. It's a crazy opening Mm -hmm. week. Payne made up
1: for it by going 0-2 from behind the
0: line and 4-12 for 12 from the field, but 8-for-8 you know, um, eight eight is, eight eight is real. Don't worry about that. Um, well, let's move on to the next game, which would be, well, I have the Nets versus the Celtics. And another game full of, well, at least for the, uh, the Nets, full of questions about who's going to get minutes, how many minutes are they going to get. This was a, a lot closer game game than I think uh, everybody thought though um Boston kinda ran away with it in the third and Brooklyn came back on them. So it wasn't uh, a neck and neck game the whole way, so don't worry about Boston, everybody who's a Celtics fan. The Nets yeah,
1: this, this is the NBA. I mean any team can compete on a on any night. I mean these are these are real NBA players and even on even on the Nets, most of them are NBA players. Yeah so, Half well, look, of them are limited
0: players, at least. <laughs>
1: at least half of
0: them. I don't know how is how is Louis Scola still in the league? Keep keep it up, Louis Scola. Uh, keep it up. Keep stay in the league forever.
1: Yeah, I mean he's supposed to be out there to to make those threes. He's getting twenty percent tonight, so he's doing something.
0: There's uh, two guys I um actually three that I'm interested in on this team. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Was someone who was writing that, uh, I think, that standard league value at the end of the year. He was kind of, um, fall, would fall in between. Maybe he should be on a roster, maybe he should not. And he only played 23 minutes tonight. Granted, it looked, like I said, it was a blowout at one point. And Bogdan finished the night with 21 points, five rebounds, and a steal with three threes. Bogdan can score. And if you need points, and, and and basically, I don't think you're going to get a lot else out of him. But if you need points and he's sitting on the waiver wire and you're in a standard league, this is a, definitely a flyer candidate.
1: Yeah, I mean, and thats have no reason to tank, and he can he can put up numbers, so I would imagine he'd, he'd get minutes. And 21 points in 23 minutes is not a anything to sneer at, to say the least.
0: No, not at all. Uh, the other – well, actually, the other guy – I was hoping would have a a, a much better night was Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. I kind of liked him last year in in small stretches. When he would get minutes, he could possibly average two and a half, two, two and a half steals a, a game, which is insane. He only had one steal tonight and five points and two rebounds. He looked pretty bad. I'm not sure what that means. Obviously, it's only one game, but that doesn't bode well for his ability to stay on the court. Then again, it's the Brooklyn Nets. They have no choice other than to play Ronnie house Jefferson until, you know, whether they lose or not. Yeah, you definitely want to wait a few nights
1: with the variance in those small number statistics like steals and blocks. One steal tonight could have been three steals if a couple balls had gone another way. Not that I watched the game, but... Just a matter of inches uh, can change those numbers dramatically. Justin Hamilton put up a 19 and 10 in 25 minutes. On yeah, that with, came out of with, nowhere. With, with three threes, like that's a that's a legit line. From are uh, you picking?
0: Are you picking him up? And uh, if you're in a let's say a 12 team league, is is that someone you want to be like? All right, I'm taking a flyer on this guy. Uh, obviously, he he's played much better than Trevor Booker. Or or do you you know you're waiting it out?
1: I mean, he's definitely worth. I mean, if I've got a, a player that is very low upside on my on my team, I, I might drop him for that. That's uh, he's definitely got. Any player on the Nets roster has a chance to play big minutes if they if they produce. I think. So there's there's a lot of question marks here. I would I would definitely wait a couple of games before I dropped anybody with with real potential.
0: Yeah, and everyone, I mean, you should have a couple guys at the end of your bench that you can drop without even blinking an eye, giving a crap that they're off your team, just so you can take flyers on guys like Justin Hamilton. Uh, I mean, that it might be kind of depressing that you have Justin Hamilton on your team if you would have told yourself this a couple weeks ago. But the guy's a stretch four, and he looks like he's going to get some run with the Nets, so why not give it a shot? Joe Harris
1: had a couple... A couple good moments on the Cavaliers, and he put up four threes tonight. And got took a, took nine shots from behind the arc. So that's uh, he might have led the team in minutes. Well, he was second behind Lynn, but that's uh, that's another player that might have the might get some running in Brooklyn.
0: Oh yeah, I didn't even notice Joe down there. He had a nice line uh, with two blocks, two steals, three assists, four rebounds. That's nice. That's a nice nine cat line. Yeah. Keep an eye on him too, I guess.
1: That's a, that's a legitimate rotisserie dream.
0: Oh, yeah, and I'm i am a full-on rotisserie player, so those are the type of guys I like to target. So I'll be keeping an yeah, eye I'm, on him for sure.
1: I'm in zero rotisserie leagues this year, so that's a shame. But I still appreciate the blocks and steals.
0: Speaking of steals, um, Isaiah Thomas had a great line. He had two steals, but he had nine assists, 25 points. And two three pointers, six rebounds. That's a great line from Isaiah. I like him a lot this year. He's on a his team is better, and he's got the ball in his hands. Um, he's officially their their point guard
1: moving forward. I like to think of uh, Isaiah Thomas as the Boston Celtics superstar until they get a superstar. He, um Wow, that is shots fired to Al Horford. No, I, I I'm a Celtics fan. Al Horford is a is a star in this league. I love Al Horford. Um, Isaiah Thomas only missed two shots from inside the arc tonight. It was a five for seven. That's that's a really good numbers for someone who's five nine or five ten or or whatever he is. He's a that's a that's a great Isaiah Thomas line tonight.
0: Yeah, I expect uh, a lot of those um, coming up. Uh, Horford and actually Brooke Lopez even had a worse night than Al Horford nothing to worry about there like we said do not panic this is the beginning of the season it's one game uh, stop panicking anyone on that bench uh, interesting to you Well, Jordan
1: Mickey didn't get any minutes um, so that's, that's always interesting to me
0: Jordan Mickey uh, is not interesting uh, to anyone including his family I said there. I said it.
1: He's a he was a per leader last year going into the All Star game. I think uh, just a, a per minute monster. It was one minutes he would play at the end of games, he'd get two blocks a game. Uh, J- Jalen Brown got almost twenty minutes uh, today, put up nine points. So that's
0: not bad, that's bad if you're in promising. a if you're in a dynasty league. That's promising. that is promising. I I think he's a bit buried on that team and I, I, I don't see without injury him uh breaking into standard league relevance, deep leagues. No, yeah, why not?
1: Right. Right. So with Kelly Olenek was out tonight, Marcus Smart was out tonight, but nineteen minutes is nineteen minutes in your first eligible NBA game.
0: Yeah, and it didn't look does looks like he played pretty decently. All right, let's, uh, let's move on before I uh, talk crap about uh, Mickey anymore to the Detroit-Toronto game. Another uh, kind of interesting East Coast matchup tonight. One of the more, um, I think, shocking things, probably even to, uh, to this guy as well. I'm going to butcher this guy's name. Uh, Pascal... Sakam, Pascal Sakam, which is probably not how you say his name, started so I, I, her... tonight. I saw the line on, on Twitter, Rakam Sakam. So
1: I'm going to pronounce ah. his last name,
0: Sakam. That is probably more correct. He started for the Raptors in one of the more confusing opening night starts I think I've ever seen. And he played 22 minutes, had nine rebounds didn't really do much else. Are you – is this guy suddenly someone you, you're interested in, your fancy leagues?
1: Well, interestingly, if you look at the trend in his minutes, I've never heard of this guy's name before in my life. Um, I have I have no idea. I have no information. I couldn't I tell you what position play, he I, plays. I,
0: yeah, I don't play in deep enough leagues to uh, – to maybe I should since this is uh, apparently a podcast I have, but – yeah, I, I guess if you're starting, you should be on the radar now. I'm not picking him up in anything but super deep leagues, which I'm sure he's available because people probably haven't heard of him in, the, in those leagues either. Uh, but he's on the radar. If they trust him enough to start, am, am I missing something here? Or is someone hurt on this team that I didn't so, know Solinger, about?
1: So, Selinger's out. He's got the, the foot issues that sound yeah. like something that could keep a, a big guy like him out for not big in height, but big in weight. Uh, for an extended period of time. Norman Powell only got two minutes. Um, yeah, I think I give, saw you, give him. Me a minute. I'll, I'll tell you what position Sockham plays because I have no idea.
0: He looks like he plays the three, but I assume he, uh, him and Carol kind of rotated between the three and the four tonight is what I'm guessing from this this box score. Other than Soldier, I'm surprised. Is that how uh, short their depth is there? Apparently, Patrick Patterson played 26 minutes, so maybe they just wanted to give him a run, and Patrick Patterson played more minutes. Other than that, Valachunas had kind of a monster line, 32 and 11. I have been out on Valachunas because he has failed to deliver 32 and 11 lines up until right now. So. Is this so, an outlier? never,
1: he's never gotten close to 35 minutes uh, a year before. So all of his old numbers go out the window. Well, if that, actually there's actually a reason 35 for minutes that. minutes per game.
0: Yeah, yeah there's a reason. He's, he's, he's
1: coached. He's coached by someone who shouldn't be coaching in the NBA.
0: Well, he also uh, doesn't play defense. So there's that's the reason he hasn't he hasn't played that many minutes. If he's now playing 35 minutes a night this is gonna be a, a pretty incredible year for him I think
1: I mean he's he's never he's never averaged more than 28 point2 minutes per game which he got three years ago the last two years he's been at 26 minutes per game so if he gets an extra nine minutes per game I mean that's such a significant raise in his production he could become a second or third round value with with the numbers he put up tonight uh, yeah,
0: he. Um,
1: well, not he with the numbers he put really, tonight. With with the minutes and
0: yeah, I, I I know what you're saying. He doesn't really give you many, hardly almost no assists and, and very few steals. His blocks are not okay for us and are not great obviously, but his his percentages right. his percentages are great.
1: Uh, so thirty-five instance. minutes a game is almost a fifty percent raise. It's nine minutes, thirteen minutes would be fifty percent raise. So he'd go from uh, one point three last year to roughly one point eight, one point nine okay, blocks per game. I would and be that's, surprised that's,
0: to up that much. That's serious.
1: That's serious blocks all of a sudden. Nine nine, re, nine rebounds to twelve rebounds, tw- thirteen points to. 17 points, I mean, the the, the raise in those minutes, as long as he can continue at his old points um, per minute production, that's
0: serious, serious production from the value that you drafted him at. Yeah, and this is the value that everybody's been talking about around him for the last three years. So it's if it's there, we're seeing it. We saw it tonight, and uh, people who have him on their team will see it probably throughout the season, uh, I'm still skeptical about Jonas Valchunas. And I would not blame anyone who sold high on, on with Jonas. But, you know, taken for the fact that he, that that significant bump in minutes could actually mean this is the new, this is the new Jonas.
1: So Sollinger could be out for half the year or the entire year or another month. I don't know exactly what they're saying, but those foot injuries are are nothing to be, um, or, or, or something to be very nervous about. Um, they're, they're the rookie center Peltel. Peltel, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. That name. Yeah. I mean, he I got 12 Pudle. minutes tonight, but he's he, he's a rookie and um, he's not going to get significant play this year. I don't believe.
0: No, I'm not. I'm not too interested in him. I know uh, there's some people who have, think he's got incredible upside. I'm. Um, I'm really not interested in. Um, anything he's got going on. Kyle Lowry had a pretty bad night. Don't worry about that at all. DeMar DeRozan had 40 points. No big deal. Just another 40 point. There's been some, there was some crazy, some crazy scoring tonight on the uh, Pistons side. Uh, Ishmith started at a uh, point guard, which everyone should have probably already known. He shot pretty poorly, but had seven assists. He should be owned in all standard leagues because he is a starting point guard. So get him at the end of your bench, on your team, spot start him, however you need to do it. Starting guards are hard to come by. Ishmith played this weird type of point guard last year as well for multiple teams, and now he's doing it on the Pistons. Expect similar results.
1: Yeah, he's going to hurt your field goal percentage, and he's going to help your assists. So if you you can't take the hit in the field goal percentage, you don't want him on the end of your bench, but you can't get those assists. Anywhere else on the waiver wire, unless you get a, another player just like just like him, those are those are very rare players.
0: Yeah, there are. I mean, there are a few uh, injured point guards uh, at the, to start the season, or people who've been suspended. Um, so he he's kind of one to me. Actually, he's my second favorite one out of the out of the injured point guards, and I'll I'll talk about my favorite one coming oh. up in, in another game. Yeah. Right, we're gonna get to those that game soon. I know who you're talking about. Uh oh. Yeah, see, people are excited about this guy. Are anyone on the Pistons? Uh, I think Mark Heath is that, that's Marcus. Uh that's the good one. Or well,
1: the, bad that's one. the nicer one, not the one not that's the not as good one? of a player.
0: Yeah, I don't know. The one that doesn't have a lot of stigma around him, Morris, had seventeen points, three assists a steal and nine rebounds, and two three pointers. Do you do you like Mark uh, Marcus Morris? with the Pistons this year.
1: I do. Um, He he played a lot more than 31 minutes a game last year. Hopefully Stan Van Gunny won't be playing all of his starters quite so much this year with the added depth that they have. Uh, I was, I was, I liked that he took eight shots from behind the arc. Hopefully he makes more than 25% of them the rest of the season,
0: but he's a, he's a great play. Eight shots is a, is aggressive. And if you're playing fantasy and you don't care about uh, percentages, that's what you want to see you know, even if his even if you care about percentages if he's taking a lot of three-pointers he's going to make some of them and that's going to look good uh i think he's uh just looking at this line he's someone i want to keep an eye on he's on he's on the rise for me
1: so stanley johnson only played 13 minutes yeah he didn't, not a not a he didn't, wasn't in foul trouble so i'm not sure i'm not sure what happened there like i said i didn't watch the game but also bobon only played five minutes which is an eternal disappointment for me.
0: Oh, the Boban. Um, Drummond actually was in foul trouble during this game. You know, Detroit, you're going to have to step it up. You can't let guys, uh, you know, Jonas drop 32 and DeMar DeRozan drop 40 on you. You, You're supposed to be a decent defensive team. Uh, Caldwell, um, disappointed Caldwell Pope, he had a terrible line tonight in in almost 40 minutes, only scoring four points and really zero, zero rebounds. It was a huge um, negative except for those two steals that you yeah. don't him to get. Yeah, I'm not the, – the, the three named players, um, only one of them had a good night tonight and we haven't got to him yet. But those guys all seem to have the exact same – strangely, the exact same game where they're they're supposed to be filling up the the stat, the, the doing everything, not scoring a ton, but getting some rebounds, getting some system steals and blocks. But none of them really players. have a Yeah, none of them have a great shot though. None of them are super consistent yet.
1: Because then they'd be superstars.
0: Well yeah. Then they would go by one name. The so Pope. Ooh, the Pope. That that's a great nickname. The Pope. Um don't worry about Drummond, he was in foul trouble. Let's move on to the third three named player that was Recently mentioned, Gilchrist for the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, they played the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Uh, actually, won in Milwaukee. Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, great line tonight. Twenty-three points, fourteen rebounds, and a steal. Uh, shot eighteen for, or ten for eighteen tonight. Made all his free throws. He actually shot two three pointers. Didn't make any, uh, which would have been nice. Uh, he also had a block. Uh, no turnovers, so a really nice nine-cat line. He's a he is a nine he is a nine-cat rotisserie uh, valued player. Uh, people who people who don't appreciate the percentages and the turnovers might not like him as much. No,
1: this this was a great line. I have him in my thirteen-cat league that counts three-point field goal percentage. So it's zero for two. wasn't helping me there, but I can't complain.
0: Yeah, um, everyone who thinks uh, Nick Batum, who had nine points tonight but seven assists, six rebounds, and two steals, is going to bounce back to superstardom. I think you're going to get a lot of the similar Nick Batum you saw last year, where it's kind of good but not great and sometimes bad, and sometimes he has a monster game but then it falls right back off. He's going to be a frustrating, inconsistent player, which usually averages out to a pretty decent, okay player. Yeah, I
1: think I think he's going to return pretty good value this year, uh, depending on where you drafted him. But nine, six, and seven with a three and two steals is is that's why you drafted him because you can put lines up like that. Even though yeah. you you'd much rather him shoot better than two for nine.
0: Yeah, he's 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 never going to be. I don't think I think he's past the point where he's going to be some sort of uh, perennial scorer. But you're drafting him for those other stats for sure, and. You have to play the the downsides with the upsides. It's going to be frustrating to go to your box score and see a crappy game from Nick Batum, but know that if you put him on your bench, he'll probably have a monster line the next night. Uh, This plagued me often, and it's it's not for people who are... um, Get a week little uh, angry, yeah, weak of heart, frail of mind, however you want to put it. If you can't put up with the swings, if you if it will frustrate you to no end to lose a week because Nick Batum played like crap on the last day of the week, then this guy's not for you. He is definitely someone who's going to average out to be a good player but have bad stretches.
1: He's a valuable high-variance player. Marvin Williams... Um... Played the least amount of minutes of any of any starter, uh, but still put up thirteen and thirteen and ten rebounds with a block. But most importantly, he he did what you drafted him for and hit and hit three threes. So that's that's great for players looking for three point production from the power forward position. Other than yeah. him, I didn't see anything else interesting from Charlotte.
0: Um, I, I'm actually a little bit interested in. Uh, I Never thought I would ever say this ever again. I'm a little bit interested in Roy Hibbard. Fifteen points, well, nine rebounds, five blocks. Three assists. Five blocks
1: is, is nothing to nothing to snarl at. That's a that's that's hard to that's hard to get.
0: I uh, ended up watching uh, the la- later part of this game and uh, and through the end, and they interviewed Roy Hibbert at the end of the game, and he seemed pretty. Pumped up about his performance, about being in Charlotte. He seems happy with the team. He seems happy that he has a role and a place. I don't know. I, I, like, I like what I see in this line. I I was ready to assume Roy Hibbard was leaving the the NBA altogether, really, because that type of center just doesn't, doesn't need to exist anymore in the league. The league evolved without him, but it looks like Charlotte's Okay with uh, running a center like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I've got. I'm a big proponent of all players in, in Charlotte's system that that get minutes. I think that they've got a great system there. That really great, great coaching that brings out a lot in the a lot in their players.
0: Yeah, and also when you think I've about it,
1: on.
0: when you think about it, um, Go ahead. Hibbard was kind of lost, just like everybody else who was on that Laker team. He. Um, yeah.
1: You should, hopefully, everyone can just forget that everything happened last year, including Kobe's sixty-point game. I've no, decided I, to forget about I, that as well.
0: I will never forget the the Mamba's sixty-point game, and I'm I'm an active uh, anti-Mamba hater. I, I I'm a, I'm not a fan of Kobe, but you gotta respect that that's a monster performance by anyone at any time, let alone your final game. Obviously. Uh, You know, it's like uh, Kyle Ripken getting a home run in in an All-Star game. It might have been a little bit skewed, but still, the guy dropped 60 points. And then dropped the mic. Mamba out, walked off the court. Yeah,
1: we've talked about this before. I still think he should have dropped the mic. I agree. So uh, Giannis didn't get a triple-double. Do you think this is the last game this year he doesn't get a (laughs) triple-double?
0: I think it's – the most promising thing I've seen, uh, probably the most promising line I've seen that wasn't a triple double. The rest of the team in this box score, nobody. Sc- the next leading scorer was 14 points. Greg Monroe off the bench. Giannis put this team on his back. Shot 21 shots, 31 points, nine rebounds, five assists, a steal, and a block, and a three. That's silly.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a monster line from a player with a lot of expectations.
0: I think the upside is warranted. Uh, Point Giannis is real. He's he's not going to average a triple double. Uh, people are ridiculous about that. But I saw him do things. I, I don't. I, I don't think I, I'm not an avid watcher of the Bucks. But he was uh, doing little step back moves and hitting jumpers in people's faces. That he wasn't doing consistently last year. I think this he's he's added uh, some things to his game this year, and he's he's gonna be he's gonna be amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to watch him. Greg Monroe, 14 and 10, come off the bench was not that people were not that interested in him. But do you think he's going to retain his uh, fantasy value, even though he's coming off the bench? He played uh,
1: as many minutes as anybody else. Uh, any of the other bigs on the team this year. Henson only played ten minutes. Plumlee started only played eight minutes. I'm not sure if he uh, he had an injury. I I would. I'm going to guess. I didn't watch the game.
0: Yeah, but I didn't watch the game. Twenty nine minutes. I didn't watch the box the beginning.
1: And uh, he got to the line five times too. So that's uh, he's uh, I, I still have faith that Monroe can find a find a place in the league on a team that doesn't need defense from the center position. He can oh, yeah. be a valuable player.
0: Yeah, definitely. Thon Maker
1: didn't get on the court, which is disappointing. I that guy guy's 34 a years old. Minutes. He's
0: not going to get on the court. Um, actually, someone who is older, who is, or just a little bit older than Thon Maker, Jason Terry did get on the court, 18 minutes. Um, that's really – I just like to uh, – remind myself that Jason Terry is still in the league. Congratulations, Jason.
1: I actually made a bet with my brother this year that Jason Terry would start opening night. Oh, so I, wow. I lost a beer. I lost a beer tonight. I'm, Pour I'm, one out because uh, Teletovic got the start.
0: Pour one out for Jason Terry. Uh, what do you think about Teletovic moving forward this year? He didn't have a strong start, but he, he did start. Yeah, I
1: mean, he got off five threes, which he could do in about five possessions. Um, played 27 minutes. And didn't make very many shots. I still think he's got a. He's going to be a great, great fit in Milwaukee, and he's got a lot of value. He might be a really great target candidate for trading.
0: Yeah, I uh, picked him up in most of the ends of my standard league drafts. I got him sitting on a, a, quite a few benches. Uh, I'm waiting for him to to find his fit in Milwaukee and for them to get him the ball and and. He could really fill up he can fill up the stat line once he gets going if he's hitting a shot uh grabbing rebounds. He's a nice stretch four player.
1: Yeah, I can't say enough. I uh, I, I, I love his game.
0: All right, we still we still got a ton of games left. This has been a great a great um uh, let's move on to the Timberwolves Grizzlies. Looking at the uh box scores for this one, um, nothing terribly stands out um, from the Timberwolves. I think everyone's kind of doing what they were supposed to do. They all had pretty good lines, uh, except for Rubio, who didn't shoot very much, but that's that's Rubio. Uh, he didn't have any steals, though. Uh, anyone on uh, on the on the T-Wolves that you, you want to talk about?
1: So Tibbs really played into all of his of the anecdotes that you hear about him. Uh, he played all five starters over 33 minutes. No one on the bench got more than 15 minutes. And the Timberwolves are an extremely deep team with lots of exciting young players on the bench. There's, there's no reason to be playing them like this. There's a lot more lineups you can play in, even in such a close game. There's. Bielitsa who everyone says Tibbs was really like, really a big fan of, he got on the court for 15 minutes. Um, Chris Dunn. Yeah. But- in fifteen minutes, it's it's extremely. I'm I'm very disappointed just looking at this box score. This is just such a Tibbs cliche.
0: Yeah, that's a and that's a shame. And they and they lost this game, which is uh, surprising because they they came out of the gate pretty pretty hot. Um, what the uh, quarter by quarter um, scores are? It is. You would think Tibbs yeah, would have learned uh, his lesson, right? The they,
1: they started out. Sorry, what was that?
0: Uh, you would think Tibbs had learned his lesson, right?
1: Well, I mean, he had decent success in Chicago, but I always assumed it was more of a function of what he thought of his lineup, not his style was to play five players all the, all the time. Hey,
0: he, led the, he, led the, he led the league in uh, wins twice in Chicago. So just throwing that out there.
1: Um yeah, Rubio only shot a one for five from the field, which you expect from him, but two for five from the free throw line, which you don't expect. He's, he's, he's normally a really good free throw shooter.
0: Yeah. Um, Gorgie Dang, uh, Gorgeous Dang, as I, as I like to call him, he filled up the stat line. That's what he can do. Playing 34 minutes is huge, if that's what his role is now. He was fantasy, um, not just relevant, but good with 28 minutes. If he's playing 34 minutes right now, you can expect lines like this, which is um, something to look forward to.
1: Yeah. I've, I'm a, I own the the Celtics, the Timberwolves bench in a couple of my leagues. So Cole Aldrich, Shabazz Muhammad, Bielitsa, those are all players that have the potential to make great per minute production. If they're given the chance. And like you can see, Muhammad played 13 minutes, but got off six shots, uh, which is, which is what you expect to see from him. Cole Aldridge played nine minutes and didn't do much of anything. These are two players that have the potential to have really good permanent production, but if they don't get significantly higher than what they got tonight for the rest of the season, they're, they're not going to be ownable.
0: Yep. That's very true. Um, with the, um, Grizzlies on the other end of this box score anything standing out here for you um it's to me the Grizzlies are a boring team but they did play their bench uh, uh, a lot more than the Timberwolves did
1: Vince Carter playing 28 minutes not doing much with it but playing 28 minutes uh, stealing a block at his age that's uh that's impressive Zach Randolph um the big addition to the bench this year um Put up Zach Randolph numbers in 24 minutes off the bench, so he's still gonna be extremely ownable and ready to step in if uh, Gasol or Green go down with an injury.
0: Yeah, he's he always kind of in the last few years has been hovering around that uh that hundred hundredth player mark, and when he's hot, uh this is this is what he can this is what he can do, but really. As, as people who have owned him in the past, this is all he does. 19 and 11, really nothing nothing else in a nine-cat league. Um, except for, which he said he was going to start doing, he shot two threes tonight and made one of them.
1: Yeah, Marcus Saul and Zach Randolph were two for five from behind the arc today. Amazing. So that's, an, uh, that's, a, that's an exciting addition to the Grit and Grind era, Yeah, or in fact- an epilogue to the Grit and Grind era.
0: Every single person on the team shot at a three pointer um except for Davis, who only played six minutes yeah
1: so Wade Baldwin put up a monster line in twenty four minutes for for a rookie, only seven points, but five rebounds, six assists, a three, three steals, and three blocks so that's uh
0: three blocks is ridiculous crazy. numbers pretty yeah ridiculous um, numbers. He should instantly be uh, on everyone's radar, deep leagues. I'm taking a flyer on any guard that's getting three blocks in a game. I, yes, it is the first game. I am overreacting, but I'm okay with overreacting at the beginning of the year if I have guys I can drop. Can um, anytime you see how- a
1: rookie put up, get on the court for 24 minutes as the eighth man off the bench or eighth man in the rotation and significantly produce, I mean, that's a must-own player. You've got to because he's only going to grow this year until he hits the theoretical rookie wall.
0: Yeah, and um, Mike Connolly isn't the most healthy point guard in the history of the NBA, so if he, if Mike Connolly ever goes down, Baldwin's probably a must-own. Absolutely. What do you think about James Ennis uh, starting tonight, playing 28 minutes, 15 points, six rebounds, and a steal, two three-pointers?
1: Looks like a bench line to me, but definitely yeah. in the rotation. And that's a short rotation they played tonight.
0: Yeah, I'm not running out and uh, picking him up in any standard leagues, but like, minutes or minutes. Same with Michael Green. I'm not. I'm not trying to run out and pick him up in any standard leagues either. Um, deep, bigger, t- bigger leagues. I'd actually kind of. Uh, I kind of like his uh, style of play. He did hit two three pointers tonight and got seven rebounds and a block. So. Deeper or bigger leagues, I got Jermichael Green um, as someone who should be owned. Standard leagues, I'm not ready to pull the trigger on him yet. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, let's move on to the Nuggets versus the Pelicans. Um, the line of the night, I know we said we wouldn't talk uh, too much about superstars, but this is um, worth mentioning Anthony Davis. <laughs> This is a real line. This is not fake. Fifty points, sixteen rebounds, five assists, seven steals, four blocks. And actually um shot two three pointers but didn't make either one of them. That's insane. Yeah, and I really
1: think he's gonna become uh, one of the top players in fantasy if he starts to make some threes.
0: Yeah, if he could if he starts making threes, it's over. Um
1: yeah, he shot 16 or 17 from the line. That's uh, just – in some years, this might be one of the top lines of a season. Like, this is preposterous.
0: Oh, yeah, and obviously he's he's started out the season in, uh, in prime fashion before. Yes, um, Anthony Davis has never played more than 67 games. Everyone is, should be aware of that, but as I was saying um, – Earlier this year, in those 67 games, he's still ranked. uh, He's been ranked in totals in the top five. That's just how insanely good Anthony Davis is uh, for fantasy basketball because of his percentages and because of the fact that he's monster at blocks and he gets steals and assists. Uh, A lot of people let him slip past um, actually into the mid late first round, I snagged him up every time that happened. And, um, I had him on a f- I have him on a few teams because of that. And I'm very, very pleased with myself. Um, do I think he's going to play more than 70 games this year? I wouldn't put money on it, but I'm very happy that Anthony Davis is back.
1: Yeah. So in our recent podcast, we said, don't worry about Anthony Davis. He's going to be fine. Even, to, even though he's missing the start of the season, so if you listened to us and didn't worry about the fact that we thought he was missing the start of the season, you were in good luck. I, I don't have him in any leagues because I had other players I was targeting in the middle and end of the first round, but I do have him in DFS tonight, so I'm uh, pretty happy
0: about that. Beautiful. That's It's always a good move to play Anthony Davis in DFS, even though I am not allowed to play DFS if I want to uh, continue to pay for my car or house or anything. I do not have a gambling problem anymore.
1: So Tim Frazier really put up a good number, Uh, good numbers with Drew Holiday out, Uh, 11 assists after 36 minutes and fouling out. Made a three, two steals, five rebounds, 15 points. Just a a really good all-around night uh, for the backup point guard. He should be on a roster every – Every league, he should be owned until Drew gets back.
0: I completely agree. He is the backup point guard that I like the most uh, that's replacing someone who's injured right now. Uh, Drew Holiday will immediately take that spot back when he gets back. And as as everyone should know, Drew Holiday is not injured. He is uh, taking care of his wife. So... Don't expect a, 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 a timeshare or anything like that. When Drew Holiday is ready to come back, he will be back. And uh, sadly, Frazier, who is capable of, of putting up lines like this, um, he will probably fall right back into uh, not enough minutes to be relevant. He should be owned in every league right now. Completely agree.
1: And the Rookie of the Year watch, uh, Buddy Heald, put up very disappointing numbers in 16 minutes. So low minutes and even lower production per minute, but it's early. Like we've been saying on all the good lines we've been seeing, he can, still has a lot of time to start to produce again.
0: Yeah, it's 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 very very early, so I'm not worried about Buddy. I think he'll be. I think he'll be pretty pretty good. For the Nuggets, um, there's a couple guys I like to keep a uh, track of, and one of the guys um, is uh, Moutier, who did not shoot great, but you shouldn't have expected him to. 11 points, only three assists and seven rebounds and a steal. Moutier is the type of guy who I also find is is probably not standard league relevant, but should be or could be in the right circumstances. So if you're punting certain things, he definitely is. But if you're a nine-cat roto player like I am, it's hard to justify owning him in in leagues. But he's so young, uh, he can make a leap into into being a little bit more um, put together and not turn the ball over six times like he did tonight. Do you uh, like Moutier's upside this year, or do you think he's going to continue to be a, uh, uh, a misunderstood player, I guess?
1: He definitely has, has the upside. I don't think he's going to reach the upside this year, unless if you're punting field goal percentage and turnovers, I think he's a must-own player. He's going to put up numbers. He's going to get the minutes. He is their point guard. He's got a lot of pure athletic potential, but he's not great at playing basketball. He doesn't make put the ball into the basket, and he doesn't keep the ball from going to the opponent, which isn't good in real basketball. But he's going to get the minutes, and he's going to put up numbers, unlike tonight when he didn't do much of either.
0: No, if, uh, if you are putting turnovers and field goal percentages, he should be on your team right now. So go pick him up if he's still available. Um, the rest of this team is um, did basically kind of what I thought they would do. I'm I am a Will Barton fan. Uh, he shot pretty well. He's a he's an instant um, offense type of player, and I I like riding him when he's hot. Favorite player this year to nominate was uh Joeick, or uh, how how you say Jokic his name? Jokic. Jokic man I am. I am too American. I am terrible at actually pronouncing uh, other people's names. Uh, Jokic. I love nominating him in, in my auction drafts because I knew people would overpay for him. And this is just one game, and he's going to be good. But when Nurik was coming on in the preseason, I was like, why would I want Djokic? I could get Nurik. That guy's, if he's 70% of... Uh, 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 of Joe, uh, Joe, Joe, man, I can't say that guy's name. So
1: it's Nurkic and Jokic.
0: Jokic, he is a yolk. Um That was terrible. But yeah, Jokic is um, had a pretty bad night tonight. Only played twenty one minutes, five points, two assists, seven rebounds. It's only one night. He did hit a three, so that's promising. Who do you uh who do you like going forward more Nurk or Joe, uh, Jokic? Jeez. I like I like
1: both of them. It's going to be hard to play them together all year, but they both got over 20 minutes tonight. Hopefully they're played more than 21 and 26 minutes, but I um I think they've got extremely high upside and I think they're going to get a lot of minutes this year. This line is obviously ex- exceptionally disappointing. I also have Jokic in my DFS lineup one of my DFS lineups tonight. So that's kind of balancing out the AD production. But Jokic is, he had a historically great year last year. He's going to get the minutes. They're, they've got a lot of really young, exciting talent, but it's all about Jokic and Nurkic this year for um, Malone to develop. And don't be disappointed, in my opinion, by their production today. If you uh, drafted him at the end of the second round or in the middle of the third round, don't. Don't don't give them up for for uh, less than equivalent value.
0: Yeah, don't panic. Like we've been saying, uh, Jokic is young, so uh, they do have a lot of uh, room to go, and you're going to see lines, uh, bad lines from both of them during the year. Um, I think they're both. I, I agree, they're both pretty good. I'm on. I'm on the Nurik camp. I think Nurik's going to finish higher than uh, Jokic this year. Um, but yeah, give them both the I mean, time. He, He actually
1: had a really, really good line for 26 minutes. He scored 23 points on really efficient shooting and six uh, free throws. So don't don't be disappointed.
0: Nope, not at all. Um, So, yeah, let's go to – well, there's two games going on right now, but this is the final finished game of the night, the premiere of – the Westbrooks versus the Embedds. This game was kind of a show. I, I, I did tune into it, and the Philly crowd was hyped. It was really weird. Go out on Twitter and find uh, the very typical Philly fan giving uh, Russell Westbrook two middle fingers. Westbrook's reaction is, is pretty priceless.
1: Yeah, if you come within five feet of Twitter, you're going to see it three times. So, it's it's an unbelievable action to be taking at your game one after winning seventeen games or whatever they won last year to be yeah. going after Westbrook like that is it's going to get you kicked out of a kicked out of a game pretty quickly.
0: As a oh yeah, goes. stay classy, Philly. Stay classy.
1: So Embiid put up twenty points in. 22 minutes with two blocks 7 for 8 from the free throw line he made a 3 he, he didn't shoot very well but just a ridiculous performance for 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 a rookie it's everything that we could have could have hoped for you know considering he played 22 minutes with a 20 minute restriction on him
0: he looked really really good um, the way he runs, the way he moves, uh, the way he was being aggressive, and honestly his shot, his long-range shot, and the, you know, the threes he shot didn't contrive. They look like they're part of his game. Uh, he's, he's got crazy potential.
1: Yeah, it's definitely too late to to grab him at the nadir of his, his value. But Embiid is an exciting player to own in a deep league.
0: Oh, yeah. And I don't, think, I don't even think uh, whatever his value ends up being, I don't think anyone paid or drafted him at that value. I'm sure everyone had to overpay for him. But you know what? Good for you. He's going to be exciting to watch. Let's just hope you get to watch him all season. Yeah, someone actually you predicted uh, to be uh, someone to watch on this team is uh, Sergio Rodriguez. And he started tonight and had a pretty nice game. Uh, 12 points with uh, nine assists and four rebounds plus two three-pointers.
1: He got 31 minutes tonight. He's not going to get that once if Simmons and Bayless are both playing. It's very possible that Bayless is injured and it doesn't get to play for a while, and who knows when Simmons gets back. But it would be unrealistic to expect Rodriguez to be the only point guard on the, on the team for a while. But as long as we get it, you're going to get – Similar lines to this, it's it, it's going to be a good ride.
0: Yeah, I think as you saw last year with the um, the rotating point guards in Philly, there are assists to be had there. And he, uh, Sergio, obviously can dish it out. He's a skilled player. He's uh, got a lot of experience. So, it looks like Jared Bayless's projected return is uh, a whole month from now. So I don't see any reason not to ride Sergio in even in standard leagues if you need assists right now.
1: Absolutely, he's not going to hurt you anywhere. No, ze- Depending zero. Depending on, turn- on how he shoots and how uh, how often he shoots.
0: Yeah, he had the ball in the hand a lot this game and had zero turnovers, and that is promising.
1: Well, it's not gonna it's not gonna last, but he he definitely knows how to take care of the ball. He's going to have a, a really high assist to turnover ratio, but. There's always going to be turnovers when you handle the ball that much.
0: Oh, certainly. Uh, For the Thunder, uh, Westbrook almost with the triple-double tonight, of course. That's to be expected. But um, what stands out to me is Steven Adams, 36 minutes. Uh, That's not a timeshare with Enos Kanter. Uh, Had 16 points, only five rebounds, but three steals. And an assist. That's a pretty decent line for someone who might not even have been drafted or was drafted incredibly late in your um, in, in, in standard league drafts.
1: Yeah, Adams looked great this preseason, and he put up a really nice line tonight. He's the he's the rising star in, in OKC. Cantor's is going to play off the bench with his mediocre defense as OKC tries to ride their defense to the playoffs this year. So the Cantor's still put up. Really good number, 17 points and 12 rebounds with a steal and a block in 24 minutes. But he's going to be taking a backseat to Adams this year.
0: Yeah, I think they're going to champion defense over offense, especially with Westbrook on the floor. Oladipo did not have a great game. uh, So feel free to lowball the owner of Oladipo with a lot of uh, trays to try to sneak him off there. I think Oladipo is still going to have a pretty good year, even with a slow start.
1: Yeah, I was disappointed that Abrina's only got to play for 13 minutes, but he still he still made a three in that time and managed to turn the ball over twice. So he's got some potential.
0: Yeah, I watched I watched a bit of this game and Oklahoma City kind of struggled uh, struggled to get things going, struggled to score. So uh, that 24 minutes from Enos Cantor might grow if the if they find themselves you know playing a real team where they need to actually score.
1: I don't think OKC is going to win a lot of basketball games this year, so I don't. I'm I'm not sure where they're going to end up with their roster, but they're definitely they're definitely not going to tank. So, Cantor's really good at really good at basketball. He's just not great at stop at the traditional big man defense that you that you would hope to get from this position.
0: Yeah, I think that is a very astute observation. Uh, a team that might win more games than people think. The Sacramento Kings um, are about to put to bed the Phoenix Suns, not like the Phoenix Suns are a juggernaut or anything. Um, there's two minutes left in this game, but uh, the Sacramento Kings are up by a lot. I'm going to and go ahead and look at this little box score. Uh, looks like pretty good um, lines from Cousins and Rudy Gay. A lot of people thought Rudy Gay might be mailing it in because... He's unhappy there, and there's lots of trading rumors, and the Kings organization as a whole is completely a joke. But Rudy Gay had a pretty pretty nice night. Four blocks tonight, 22 points, uh, still with a couple minutes left. Anything uh, Anything standing out with uh, Sacramento Kings?
1: Ty Lawson playing. He's got up to 34 minutes right now with seven assists and two steals. That's what you, what you could have hoped for while he plays the starting point guard role. Um, a lot of people are surprised he's on the team right now. I, I certainly wouldn't have been surprised if he was off the team, but he's, he's on the team producing and
0: doing, doing quite a bit. Yeah, I don't think the Kings really had much choice in that matter. Uh, Collison is definitely someone I think is going to have a really nice year this year. I think the Kings are kind of uh, uh, decent. And uh, as a Bulls fan, I am really hoping they finally are good enough to let us take their draft pick. I'm tired of waiting a half a decade for that draft pick.
1: Good luck. This T. is our J. last Warren chance. Warren had a
0: oh. – does it
1: turn into second round after this?
0: It turns into a second round if we do not get it this year. We've been waiting far too long for it. So they have incentive to not uh, win games, but they won this one, so good on them.
1: T.J. Warren played 30 minutes, scored 14 points with two steals, took 14 shots. That's a significant production from someone you didn't necessarily have to draft or got really late.
0: Yeah, he might uh, still be available on waiver wires. Uh, do you think he's got top 100 potential?
1: So what the Suns do with their the uh, non-guards is is a mystery to me. I mean, I'm not going to be able to predict that with any accuracy, but I mean, he's definitely has all of those players have the potential if they, if they get the minutes, but who's going to get the minutes. No one, no one really knows for sure. They've got so much depth and so many players that are capable of really producing if they get the minutes. So we just got to wait and see right now. It looks like TJ Warren would be a great player to grab because he, he played the minutes tonight. So he's more likely than anyone else to play the minutes tomorrow.
0: Yep, if you got a flyer uh, position available, go ahead and and take one of those. Brayden Knight did play twenty eight minutes tonight, but had a pretty abysmal line.
1: Yeah, nothing nothing right home about. Still, still five assists, which is is a lot for the traditional six man role.
0: I'm just going to stop in on the Rockets-Lakers game. It is a six-point game. Um, They are approaching the 100-point mark with uh, over 10 minutes left to go. That should not be a surprise in a D'Antoni game.
1: Yeah, Clint Capella, James James Harden, Eric Gordon are all, uh, all putting up a lot of points. Yeah, Angela Russell leading the Lakers with 19 points. Those are.
0: I'm just going to throw out good, there. Uh, James Harden has 17, 17 assists right now. So, uh, congratulations, everybody who who picked James Harden. Is that a lot? I think I've heard that's a lot. I don't know if it's a, a record. I think a couple more makes it a opening night record. I, I believe it. Uh, Timothy Mozgov shooting from- for the Lakers. 12 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists in 22 minutes. Uh, Definitely one of those vanilla big men where if you need big men stats, he's going to give you the vanilla big men stats of 12 uh, 12 and 8 probably. Um, If you need that kind of stuff, he's probably available in like 99% of the leagues. I I made that up.
1: Yeah, Tariq Black only played 8 minutes um, so far. And... No other centers. The The rookie doesn't look like he's gotten on the court yet. Zubelk. Nope. So Julius Randle must be playing a little bit of center, or Larry Nance playing a little bit of center. I'm not sure who else has been getting the center minutes, not having watched the game, but Nance getting 16 minutes in the game one is pretty exciting. Yeah, that's promising. Uh, he's got a lot Clark's- of potential.
0: Clarkston and uh, Ingram also playing decent minutes off the bench uh, currently. I know that Ingram has the uh, the people salivating for what he possibly could be and uh, everyone should know that Jordan Clarkston is, is standard league relevant if he is uh, actually playing starters minutes. So hopefully he sees more tick moving forward. Yeah, 13 minutes is pretty disappointing for him, but
1: Probably more surprising than Harden getting 17 assists is as Julius Randle getting six assists.
0: Yeah, that that's um very surprising. I it's probably
1: uh probably a season high. I don't think he'll get that again. That'd be a career high. All right, I don't well, really I... see uh, much else interesting in uh in this game right now, except it's always good to see Decker getting on there. Only 12 minutes actually. It's it's lower than I was hoping, but. He could have, he he could have a big year, growing into a growing into a role under D'Antoni.
0: Yeah, I uh, I, I think I'm going to actually finally like watching the Rockets this year. Um, so yeah, I mean that's really those are all the box scores for the evening. We went through a lot of different players. So if you have any questions or want um, advice on your fantasy teams, you can go ahead and get a hold of us. I'm on Twitter at WatchTheBoxes. Uh, That's all one word. And, uh, Mike, where can people find you and your work?
1: Um, uh, Hashtag basketball. I'll be writing some DFS stuff this year. And you can find me on Twitter at StatDance, one word. Beautiful.
0: Uh, That's it for this episode. Thanks for joining us, and uh, have a good one, everybody.